Back again, back again, episode three. Running and a reckoning. We left out the back of a tent amid a gaggle of the performers, doing our best to blend in. The festival was chaos. Evidently, the kings had managed to muster the guard between the time we'd left and now. They stormed through the straits, and although I couldn't well understand their shouting, all brusque and there were two words I could parse well enough. Elihida and Absere. Missing. In a break between guards on the straight, we split off from the group, Callie's hand in a vice grip around my wrist, and wound through the streets, doubling back towards the woods and beyond and through the long way out to the countryside. We were so close! I could see the point where streets tapered abruptly into forest when galloping around the corner on a pale white horse came... Cassian. But not Cassian, my Cassian. Cassian, dressed for battle. Cassian, helmet pulled low over his head to obscure his eyes and cradle his cheeks. Omen of death, no? Pale white horse. Ask or no, I knew it was him without ever having to see his face. And ever and the fool, despite everything, despite everything, despite everything, because the second to last choice he'd made was to choose me, I couldn't help but be grateful he was alive. But, all the same, that didn't mean I wanted him to see me. I reached up to grab the edges of my scarf to make sure it hadn't slipped from around my face and averted my eyes. Kalia still had hold of my arm, and she tugged me back by my elbow, out of the prince's path, out of the way of the two soldiers, neither of which were Hildegard, and that... Maybe I did feel a spark of shame for what I'd done to her. Gazes though. Averted glances and backs to the walls along with the others on the straight as the prince rode by, dressed for death. A mother clutched at the elbows of her two young daughters, not much unlike Kalia did to me, and as they tried to get out of the way, tried to put their backs to the brick and bow to get on their knees if necessary, one of the little girls tumbled into me. Without thinking, I dropped one hand to her shoulder to try and keep her small head from cracking against the brick. But then the magic. My magic. Sparked in me and my heart sank. No, I thought. Oh no, 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 not now, not this. It hadn't happened more than a handful of times before. I someone, magic, long buried in their blood, sparked back into existence, daughter of a daughter of a daughter of a witch for Isaiah, but this was not the time. This was not the time. This would give us away. The little girl gasped, breath hitching in a one-two. 
Her eyes shot up to mine, wide and wondering, and they glowed golden bright for a moment, and two, and three. The magic connected us, and the longer I held on, the more I could feel it growing, looking to wrap both of us into something like the beacon of light I'd become after pulling my sword from the honorable. Elihu, she started to say, mouth forming the word, but I shushed her quietly as I could, taking my free arm from where it clutched my hood to put it to my lips. I dropped my head down to my chest and closed my eyes, trying hard to dampen the magic in my chest and barely managed to pull the glow into something that could be played off as a trick of the light. So long as we all kept still. Cassian paused gaze. The place his gaze should be, would be beneath his helmet, raking over us. I hardly dared to glance up at him beneath my eyelashes, my shoulders hunched and chin tilted down to something that could be taken in this context as a sign of respect, rather than fear. The girl's breath caught again as one of her hands reached out wide for her mother's. Don't look too hard, I thought. Don't look too hard, because you'll see her, and then you'll see me, and you'll know the way I stand. You'll realize what is odd, and you'll reevaluate, and you'll know that you are not mistaken. Let us go. Let us be. Help me. One last time. He stared, kept staring. If any of you see the Alhila, he said carefully, tell her to come home. And then he pushed his heels into his horse and they continued down the street. The palace was on fire, the last we'd seen of it. It didn't take me long to guess what. Who? He meant by home. I hesitated. If you are running back to your prince, Elhidi, then do it now. Choose your side. I chose. I snapped back, pulled from my stupor. I chose you. I'll always choose you. I knelt down, shrugging off Callie's arm and looked at the little girl in her eyes. My magic, I said, slowly. Yours now, too. I think. You need words to use it. Be careful. I didn't know what she would have. <laughs> if it would be all of the magic or just a little bit. If she would be able to do all the things that I could or if there would just be a word and an action to make her own. I demonstrated sliding my hands past each other, the light growing dim in my palms. Now you. 
she copied and just a spark, a spark whispered over her fingers. She gasped, eyes going wide. What? Kelly started, but the phrase became something I couldn't understand. How did... Your mother, I interrupted, pointing. Take care of her. Kalia stared. And then, hot and furious, she started in on me. I caught next to none of it but leave and child and responsibility, the emphasis placed on a different syllable than the king's accent, and I had to run it through my head three separate times to be sure I'd gotten what she said. What? I tried. I don't understand. She threw her hands in the air and turned to the girl's mother. This was a bit easier to parse. She said it as though she were talking to a wild horse. <laughs> Expecting her to bolt. We can care for her. She has the magic. Magic. The word for it in Risei and Fall something a bit closer to blood gift or talent, translated literally. I add in the word thee now, listeners, to try and make that clear. The magic. Callia raised an eyebrow at me, nodding to the mother, and I offered my hands out towards her. You too? She hesitantly stepped forward, stretching her fingers out. I waited for the magic to spark. Nothing happened. The world stayed quiet. I did not make her, she said with a small smile. City accent. Easier to understand. But she is my daughter all the same. She turned to Kalia. I will not let you take her. And I will not leave my home. Oh. So that's what Kalia had meant. All those words I couldn't understand. But what would we have done with a child? How would a group of people, never more than what seemed like five seconds from getting killed, raise a little girl? Kalia pursed her lips. You know the bar? The woman nodded. If you change your mind, bring her there. Lower, she added. Do not let her shout her magic just yet. Not until we make the world safe. And then Kalia was pulling me away and I had just enough time to turn and drag a closed fist across my shoulders before we whipped around a corner, and they disappeared from sight. Back Again, Back Again is written and produced by me, Abigail Eliza. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice or supporting Back Again, Back Again on Patreon at patreon.com slash backagainpodcast where you'll gain access to bloopers, annotated transcripts, episode sneak peeks, and more. If you'd like to hear more about the show, visit us on Twitter, Instagram, or Tumblr at Back Again Podcast or on TikTok 
at Abigail Eliza writes. Our outro music is Nightingales by Pierce Murphy from the album To Japan and is licensed under an attribution license. The song was retrieved from freemusicarchive.org. Visit the description of this episode for full copyright information and a link to the page. Sound effect attribution, similarly, can be found in the episode description. If you've made it this far, thanks for sticking around. Please remember that this world always tries to make you feel more alone than you truly are. There are people out there who will love you without condition or expectation, and you will find them. The light-soaked days are coming. I promise. You are so, so very loved. I hope you have a wonderful day. Help but be grateful he was alive. Was that peeking? <laughs>